Hey there, I'm Joshua Sheehan. Welcome to the RV Entrepreneur Podcast. The RV Entrepreneur is a community for RVers that are exploring ways to financially support themselves while living their RV life. And today we have the pleasure of talking with Jonathan Schlue. Jonathan is an inventor and serial entrepreneur who ran a tech company for 20 years and then sold it then bought an Airstream travel trailer and invented a brilliant way to create a full AC power for your RV using his car as a generator for freedom off-grid. He landed a $100,000 deal on a national TV program called Dragon's Den with dual investors, and he launched Car Generator to the world. It powers both your RV for camping and your home essentials for emergency backup power for 50 to 70 hours on a normal tank of gas. Jonathan was super fun to talk with. He is definitely of the entrepreneurial mindset and to hear how he came about bringing this product to market and also about growing his team and getting out the customer service. Really insightful. And in addition to that, the product is super cool. I know you guys will enjoy it. I certainly did. I enjoyed talking with him and I'm super excited to get my hands on one of these units and try it out as well. But before we jump into the interview with Jonathan, let's take care of our sponsor. The RV Entrepreneur Podcast is brought to you in part by RV Life Pro. Perfect for every RVer, you can plan your camping trips with RV Life Trip Wizard, then use the RV Safe Navigation with RV Life GPS and Campgrounds app. Both are included in RV Life Pro. Eliminate RV anxiety by knowing exactly where you'll camp, get fuel, and even grab lunch before you ever hit the road. RV Life has every campground, RV park, state park, and national park to fit your style. Plan your entire RV adventure, including fuel stops, rest areas, shopping, and entertainment. Go to RVLife.com and start your free 7-day trial or download the RV Life app from the App Store. Travel dreams made simple with RV Life. Oh, and one more thing before we jump into the episode with Jonathan. Reminder that the RV Entrepreneur Roundtable is happening in Montrose, Colorado, September 7th through 11th. Tickets are still on sale. If you want to come last minute, jump on the website, therventrepreneur.com slash summit, and find out all the details. Ticket prices are $99 and then $120 for boondocking spots at the schoolhouse at the Campers Hub. It's going to be an awesome event. It's shaping out really nicely. You're not going to want to miss this event. I'm going to have a blast, and it's going to be something that's totally worthwhile for everyone who can make it out. So again, September 7th through 11th in Montrose, Colorado, therventrepreneur.com slash summit for all the details and to sign up for tickets. And with that, let's bring on Jonathan. Jonathan, welcome to the RV Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm actually personally really excited to talk to you today. The topic that we have you on about using your car as a generator for home backup power, but also blending over into RVs is super exciting to me. Go ahead and give me a little background about who Jonathan is, what you're doing, how Car Generator started, and just a synopsis of how you got to where you are today. I ran a tech company. I've always been very technical, and I ran a tech company for 20 years, and I sold it. And my wife and I bought a cool travel trailer, an Airstream travel trailer. And then we set out to travel the country and to explore and go different places and all these kinds of things. And one of the things that I noticed right away, one of the beauties of an RV and a trailer is you're completely independent. But one of the things you always end up needing is power. And I was really excited when we bought our trailer because it had a bunch of solar panels on it. So I thought we were good to go. But I was disappointed that we just never had enough power. We were in shady sites or rainy sites. And then I kind of got to thinking, man, I don't want to drag a 150-pound generator with me. I want to be able to just use my car engine as a generator. And then one thing led to another. And so I invented Car Generator. And I, it's a great way to travel and use your car 
as a generator instead of having to drag a whole other motor and a bunch of gas cans with you. So fast forward to a couple of years ago, I went on national TV on a show called Dragon's Den and I landed a deal with two investors for $100,000 and we've been growing like crazy ever since. Lots of happy customers and that's my story. Awesome. I want to get into that investment, but give me a brief rundown for anyone who is unfamiliar. How does car generator work in getting power to be available? This is kind of sort of nothing really new if you think about it. So a lot of people, when they see it first, they say, hey, dude, that's just an inverter. We can buy one at Walmart. You kind of can, but not completely because you buy a cheap inverter at Walmart and it's actually, first of all, you may need to make sure you get a, a quality, a pure sine wave inverter. Otherwise, you're going to have issues with your electronics and other things like that. And then the next big challenge is where do you put it? You buy this inverter. How do you connect it? Where do you put it? How do you do it safely? How do you know how much power you can take out of your car without ruining it? Things like that. So we've solved all those problems. Our product is called Car Generator, cargenerator.com. And you can see lots of videos and things like that on our website. It's a really simple product. It weighs just 11 pounds. And it's a pure sine wave commercial grade inverter in a weatherproof, user-friendly enclosure. So when you need power, you basically just take it, pull it out of the box, hang it on the front of your car with the built-in adjustable strap, attach booster cables. If you can jumpstart a car with booster clamps, you can use car generator. And you then run an extension cord either into your home for backup or plug it straight into your RV cord that you normally charge your trailer. And it can charge your trailer batteries, it can run your lights and TV, it can run things like your water pump and all those kinds of things. So basically, it'll just give you power in your trailer or for home, it can run things like that. So car generator is just 11 pounds and it works in any weather. So it works in the rain, in the snow, if you're using it for home backup, even in some light hurricanes, you can use it in pretty much any kind of weather to get backup power. And if you just buy an inverter from Walmart, you really can't do that. If it's pouring rain outside, good luck with that. You can't put it under the hood, it'll overheat. You can't hang it off the bottom. You can't put a bucket under it. So our product really makes it very easy to get backup power from your car. On a typical standard gas car, you get about 50 to 70 hours. On a diesel car, you probably get 80 to 100. And any person that owns a hybrid vehicle it's the world's most efficient backup gas generator. It's stunning because the manufacturers already built in these high-powered lithium batteries. The gas engine kicks in, fills up those batteries, then shuts off. Then we pull the power out and use it for the things we want. And whenever more power is needed, the car automatically, gas engine starts up, fills up again, and then shuts off. So it's the world's most efficient backup generator. We actually had a big ice storm in 2013. We had no power in our house and we used a Toyota Highlander hybrid 2008 model, which is still running as a second car quite well. And we used that to power the essentials of our house for three and a half days. And when the power came back on, we had used about a half a tank of gas. It's very, very efficient. And it works with pure electric vehicles as well. So that's very cool. I was telling you before we hit record that I've had an inverter in my car for backup power reasons for over a decade. But one of the issues that was always plaguing that option is you've got to put it somewhere. So you could mount it to a you know a two by six and lay it across the entire engine, but then you got to <laughs> leave the hood open. And oftentimes yeah. when you're running, backup power is often because of weather issues. So you know that I think it's really cool how you've combined all those different components into an out of the box solution that you can just 
open up, plug in, plug on, and go with it. So was it the power outage scenario in 2013 that spurred this idea? How did you get to the point where like, hey, I want to take these from being my own personal backup items to something that I want to bring to market? So I invented it for personal use because we just needed power and we wanted power and I we towed an SUV and I didn't really want to have to store gas cans and all of it really made sense. And so I perfected it in that type of scenario. But then around the fall of 2013, I was sitting on my front porch and I was thinking, if the power goes out, I live in a northern climate. If the power went out in the wintertime and I needed to keep things running in the house, what's the number one most important thing you need to keep running in the house? And the answer is it's your home gas or oil furnace. And so I tried it and it worked really great. And then other things like bridges or freezers or internet or TV or really important people that are in hurricane or flood type areas, a sump pump to keep their basement from flooding. When the water's rising and you have no power, we've literally had so many people that bought a car generator and then Hurricane Dorian or other big hurricanes rolled in and they just switched on their car and they ran their sump pump, ran their lights and TV and kept their fridges and freezers running. And it was so easy. And that's why it's important. It's not just an inverter. We were granted our patent as well for the design in our full enclosure of car generator as the world's only fully weatherproof inverter. You can use it for both home backup and also for camping. We actually use it for both. And it's just 11 pounds. So you can just easily throw it in your trunk or throw it in, you know, some people that have minivans and they tuck it underneath the seat. There's a little spot there you can put things or some people just leave it on a hook in in their garage and just have it there ready when they need it. So it's really, really simple. That's awesome. Are there different sizes of car generator available or is it just one size of a certain amount of wattage for the inverter? And then you throttle back whatever you're going to use based off of the size of that inverter. Yeah, so there is. I would say 90% of our market is the car generator all-weather 1,000-watt model. And that's because most of the vehicles out there, that's the range that they can run in, in terms of how much power they can provide. For people that have larger RVs or dual alternators, we have a 1,500-watt, a 2,000-watt, and even a 3,000-watt model. But you do need bigger alternators to support that function. Our concept is really simple, and the way of looking at it is a traditional electrician will come in and say you want backup power for your house. They'll come in and they'll add up all the things you want to run, your fridge, your stove, your hot tub, your washer, dryer, and then they'll say, oh, you need this you know, 20 kilowatt gas generator, big motor thing on the front lawn. And people that buy those, it's great. I mean, you're going to have a great experience. The power goes out and that thing kicks in and you can bake a cake, hold a party, run laundry (laughs) and turn every light on in the house. But I always say to those people, I always say, make sure to keep a couple of bottles of really expensive champagne in your fridge on the ready, because when the power goes out and you're running them, it costs you about 400 bucks an hour just to have that privilege. So you really have to think about, do I really need that full experience? Maybe you do, Uh but a lot of people really They just want to keep the fridge and freezer running. They want to make sure the gas or oil home furnace will work. And they just don't want the hassle. I would say the number one comment that we get from customers after they buy a car generator is that they sold and got rid of their gas generator. And they're happy to get rid of it because it's big, it's ugly, it's smelly. Yes, it can run everything in your house, but but it's it's a big beast of a thing and you have to store all these gas cans and you got to keep those fresh 
And if you don't, you got to go and line up with everyone else that's waiting in line at the gas station to fill up these small, silly gas cans and bring them back. And it's a hassle. And honestly, if you can just do the essentials of what you need and just use your car for it, and when you're done, switch off your car and, and put away the car generator and you're good until the next one. There's no oil changes, no small motor maintenance. There's nothing like that. It's just really simple. You're just using something you already have and it's great. So that's, yeah, that's, that's the most common thing we hear. Yeah, that's really cool. And I think just, you're right. The simplicity of it. Most people already have a car sitting in their driveway. So why not just use Mm -hmm. this piece of equipment to bridge the gap versus going out and buying a dedicated additional power supply that again, you have to have fuel cans and then you have to do oil changes and maintenance and make sure you run it every couple of months so that you're not showing up with a generator that doesn't run. Often I say it's like owning a whole other car that you only drive once every three years. You have to do all the maintenance, you have to keep the gas cans and everything else. And this is this is different. So it's a different way of thinking. You know, another way is thinking about when you have a big family and you've got a big minivan and you can take nine people in that van and you can go to the airport and pick up everyone's luggage. And then, you know, a little bit later on in life, people downsize and they get a two-seater sports car and they love just driving that thing around. You know, you're not going to power everything, but it's a lot easier to maneuver and handle and it's a lot easier to 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 manage. And it's just going to do the essentials of what you need and with no hassle. And that's kind mm-hmm. of the trade-offs. Going back a little bit to the Dragon's Den, talk to me about how that experience was getting on and getting investors on a program like that. Yeah, so that was really cool. So I'm an inventor and I'm not really, I don't tend to watch that much TV. So it's funny when I first invented this and I used it and I called up uh, a local newspaper and they did a whole article about it. Some people said, hey, you should go on Dragon's Den, which is like Shark Tank. It's It's a parallel show, similar show. And so I started on that path to go on to Dragon's Den. And what a lot of people don't know in shows like this is around 4,000 people that apply to get on that show. And then 180 people roughly go and then actually pitch in front of real live investors. And then about 75 actually get on the air. And I was one of the lucky and blessed ones that got on the air. It was a really great endorsement. The Dragons saw it and they instantly got it. And they loved it. And, you know, that was just great as a pivot point for us because we had been sort of largely in development up till that point. And then since that time, we've just been growing like crazy and just refining, you know, telling people the story. And and really, I would say the most valuable thing people really appreciate when they find out about Car Generator, they're like, man, I wish I'd have known about this earlier because everyone kind of knows they need backup power, but Mm -hmm. no one really wants the hassle. And you know, people figure, oh man, we got to bite the bullet and buy this $15,000 big motor on the lawn. Or, you know, I go to Costco or Home Depot and I spend 800 bucks and I get this big motor in the garage and someone's got to maintain it. You know, a surprising thing for us that we found out is a lot of people that even owned gas generators, they bought a car generator as well. One guy said, He's got a big gas generator in his garage and yes, it can power the whole house if Armageddon happens and whenever all that. But he said, if I'm on a conference call and the, for work, working from home and the power goes out and I just need to keep going, I can literally go downstairs, start my car, attach this thing and just keep rolling. And it's no hassle. It's not a big motor. And that's really the sweet spot of where this fits in. Another interesting question that people sometimes ask is about idling. They say, wow, what about the environment and anti-idling laws and things like that? 
And a surprising thing about car generator is it's actually cleaner to run your car than it is to run a portable generator. They both use about the same amount of gas. If you go to our website, cargenerator.com, you'll see we've actually shot videos and you can see the actual fuel rate consumption. You can buy a simple vehicle scanner and we show that with our vehicle and show how much fuel it's actually using. So it's cleaner because a traditional gas generator is just a motor. It's a simple motor. It's like a dumb lawnmower. It's like your neighbor starting their gas lawnmower and leaving it running for 10 hours mm. versus your car has emissions controls, catalytic converters, all these kinds of things, and very sophisticated computers to manage the fuel, oxygen, the air, the mix, the balance, and to make sure that everything is running as efficiently as possible. And you just can't buy that in a portable generator. So it's much cleaner to run. And if there's any, in some cases, anti-idling laws, there's typically always there's exceptions for emergency situations and PTO or power takeoff use or accessory use. If you're the person that starts your car and lets it run in the driveway to warm up for two hours, that's what they're looking for for anti-idling laws. You know, if you're in an emergency and no one has power in your neighborhood and your car is powering your house, you're not going to get a ticket. We've actually made an offer for the first person to ever get a ticket for anti-idling that we will either pay or defend it. And we've never been taken up on that yet because it just simply wouldn't happen. So that's just a comment about that. It's much cleaner to run your car than it is a primitive generator. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I like the idea of this, especially for digital nomads and people that are RVing and traveling across the country of having this power source available. It's easy to go fill up your vehicle and then come mm -hmm. back and use that power. I also see that as a disadvantage in some ways because mm -hmm. I need to have my vehicle available in order to run that. If I have a gas yep. generator that's just sitting out next to my RV, my wife mm -hmm. needs to go to the grocery store. I can continue to run the refrigerator, the air conditioner, whatever with that generator going. Very so true. that's one negative I see in that you have to have the vehicle wherever you need the power. And that's something you could plan for with scheduling. But are there any other disadvantages or limitations to the car generator that people have voiced of saying, hey, these are some things that it doesn't quite fill the need and just to be yep. aware of, because the more information you have, the better decisions you can make. Yeah, for sure. I would say there's two main disadvantages of car generator. One is you nailed it exactly, is that if you need to have power while your vehicle is away, you're not going to do it. So basically, you know, you disconnect car generator and you go out, do what you need and come back. So that is definitely an element versus just having a separate generator that just sits and runs. So that's one element. The second is the amount of power that you get. What you're doing with car generator is you're using something you already have, and there's a sort of defined capacity. And if you can live within that, then you're okay. So if you can live within a thousand watts and just manage within that, then that's okay. But if you really need to be able to run a number of different things all at the same time, then that would be you know a disadvantage. But it's also... I would say it's about thinking creatively about it. A lot of people kind of, sometimes they look at this and they say, wow, it's a thousand watts. Can I even run a kettle or a coffee maker on it? And the answer is yes, you can, a smaller one. But the real truth is that, you know, if you think of it differently, like you can go to Walmart or Costco and you can buy a simple butane stove, a little simple camping or outdoor food cooking stove for about 20 bucks. And that'll give you 10,000 BTU or more it's just about thinking about things a little bit differently and just using electricity for the things you need for it. A surprising thing that we've actually had people do is 
that buy these these products like Blue Eddy or Goal Zero or Jackery or Delta EcoFlow, these portable lithium solar battery packs, they're really nice when the sun is shining. But then if you need power and you're out of power late at night or, you know, you're in a bad weather situation, you can simply start your car, attach your car generator and plug it in and quickly recharge these types of lithium battery packs. So mm. the other... The other interesting thing we've had is a lot of elderly and disabled people really appreciate car generator because it's, again, it's only 11 pounds. Literally anyone can lift it and it can power medical devices. People have used it to recharge their CPAP machines, their oxygen makers. Even one customer's wife had a hip replacement and she was back home from surgery and she had one of those power lifty easy chair things and they use it to watch TV and to be able to operate her, her power lift chair. So these are things that we've never thought of. Or another guy you'll see on a testimonial on our website that uses it to store his insulin and his medication that he needs because it's critical that it's kept at the right temperature and mm -hmm. power outages, instead of losing literally thousands of dollars of insulin or other medication, he actually just starts his car and plugs it in and it's that easy. We actually just got an order last week from Alaska from near the North Pole for someone that's disabled and they're too far away for people to, to try to get there to help them wrangle a big 150 pound motor. So yeah, that's sure. another kind of a cool market that, that people really appreciate having this for. So a surprising thing people use car generator for is for solar backup. So if you've got an RV and you mainly run off grid with solar, you've got lots of batteries and that's all good and you can run with it and you only occasionally need a backup solution or a generator instead of dragging a big motor for those once or twice or three times a summer, you need that. You just tuck this car generator in behind your seat or in your trailer. You can store it under the bed. There's no fumes. And people use it as a solar backup. So if you're in a rainy, rainy situation for days or a shady campsite or any of those kinds of things, it's a really easy way that when you need that extra boost of power, you've just got it without any hassles. And you'll never even see your gas gauge move hardly at all because you're basically you're going to run it for a couple hours most people just run it for a few hours and then shut it off and you'll never even notice your gas gauge moving so so talk to me a little bit about that what is the advantage of using something like car generator versus a dc to dc charger you know i'm taking the dc power yep. that my engine is making it converting it to ac then plugging in my rv's inverter to change it back to dc to, to charge those lithium batteries is it just ease Ooh. of getting it installed or why would I choose car generator versus trying to figure out a way to go DC to DC? That is a great question. I love it. That's, that's one of my favorite questions because in fact, I thought along the same lines and I actually invented a product you'll see it on our website called car generator boost, which was actually pretty much that exact product. It was a direct DC to DC charging system that would track and show you how many um, amps were flowing in and all that. The number one reason is the simplicity and ease of it. So with all those DC to DC chargers, you have to have it installed. You have to install it on the vehicle. You have to install it on the trailer. You have to run heavy duty, very heavy duty wires so you don't get voltage and current loss between them. So number one is car generator is super easy. You can just order it from our website or Amazon and it arrives. You literally hang it on the front of your car, attach the booster clamps to start your car and plug your shore power cord into car generator directly. And that's all. There's no installation, none of those things. The other thing is 
uh, matching battery chemistry. So now people that have lithium batteries in their trailers, every upgrade, you've got flooded or AGM or different types of battery chemistries. You've got to be careful with that with DC to DC charging. So in some cases, lithium batteries can pull too much power and can damage the alternator, all those kinds of things. You completely make all those issues go away because you're just turning it into AC power and then your trailer is seeing AC power just like a campground. Some people ask how fast does car generator charge and it charges at the exact same speed as if you were plugged into the grid or campground. That's another key reason you don't need to worry about matching battery chemistry. Some people get kind of hung up on efficiency loss and you know from an engineering perspective Yes, technically, there is some efficiency loss. Like you think, you know, your engine is creating DC power, you're converting it. Our inverter is 90% efficient. So it is converting it and then sending it back to the trailer, which is then converting it back to DC. So there is some efficiency loss there. But in truth, with the DC to DC charger, there's efficiency loss as well in the DC to DC charging circuitry in the massive cables that are running back up and forth you know between the vehicle so you're actually getting voltage and efficiency loss either way you do it it's just mm -hmm. the car generator way is way less hassle and no installation and nothing to worry about that way yeah i had watched several of those videos on the car generator boost is it something that did come to fruition? I know it was in your doing research and getting it. Are those all those hiccups and, and reasons not to go DC to DC reasons why it isn't for sale on your website? That the, the car generator going to AC and converting it that way is just simpler, safer, and easier for 99% of people? It really is. I mean, it, it, the other thing that I would add to it as well, our car generator boost product was a DC to DC charging, and it was only designed to be used while the car is idling. If you use DC to DC charging while you're underway, it's a great thing and it's good, but I would also be a little bit nervous about that because then if you've got, say, a 180 amp alternator and you know, you're putting a DC to DC charging load of 80 amps on that, as an example, to feed the power bank, the battery banks in your trailer, you're putting a lot of load on your vehicle, your alternator, while it's underway. And if you're stuck in traffic, I would worry about that. You know, if you're sitting in traffic and your alternator is not sized to the right capacity and your trailer's sucking 80 amps worth of power out of it and your air conditioning is running at full tilt, you could easily be max and overloading your alternator while underway. And that would be something just to think about, just to be aware of. That's why, you know, that, that would be one of the risks of running a DC to DC. The benefit of DC to DC charging while underway is that, you know, it's using that power and it's charging it while your engine's running anyways. But just be careful to make sure you've upsized your alternator enough and done your calculations carefully enough. With car generator, it's a very simple concept. We are never over taxing the alternator. When we have videos you can see on our website where basically we measure using the vehicle itself, just switching on all the fans and the defrosters and all the standard things you're allowed to use. And we measure how much power the vehicle is engineered to create. And then instead, we just shut that all those things off and pull that power out as usable power. That's how you can tell we're never pulling more power from your vehicle than it was designed or intended to deliver. And just to be clear for everyone listening, the DC to DC, the boost was intended to be used idling only. Car generator itself is idle only. It's not something that you would plug in and drive down the road. No, exactly right. And that's kind of a design decision. 
just, you know, if you're going to get into that level, then install an inverter in your car and, you know, upsize your alternator and beef up your wiring and do all those kinds of things. But make sure you do your calculations very carefully. Our product is designed to be simple and used by anyone with no technical knowledge and to never overtax the vehicle systems. And that's why if you're getting into pulling out power while the vehicle is in motion. You've also got some liability issues as well. Everything is now drive-by-wire, you know, all the different things, a lot of the steering systems, a lot of the different things are all using DC power to, to actually run all those kinds of things. And to me, I would just be very careful about doing that while the vehicle's in motion. If it's parked, no issues. But if it's running down the road and you pull too much power out of it, I would be really worried about that. So just just for food for thought. So I have two more questions about the product itself because I enjoy talking about this. And then I want to get a little bit more into the business side of it. What, what kind of safety features are embedded into the inverter with car generator? So my thought is I have a smaller travel trailer. It's got a 15,000 BTU air conditioner that I've got a soft start on. And I plug in my RV into car generator and I turn it on. If it is too much power, is there any way to hurt the vehicle, hurt the car generator, hurt the RV? There's multiple safety systems. So number one, if you took, you know, did that scenario you just described and you plugged it into our 1,000 watt all-weather car generator, it would basically just shut off. So it would just shut down and go into safety overload because that's easily over 1,000. Running a 15 kBTU air conditioner is probably... 18, 1900 watts, maybe even north of 2000 watts in a hot day. So yeah, our inverter would shut down. And then is that as simple as a, a reset button? Yep. Yep. You shut it off and switch it back on again and that's it. So that's the type of safety system there. The other element of it in terms of pulling too much power from the car, we've designed it with kind of a very simple, but very usable safety mechanism. So in our instructions, it says to make sure to watch, there's a voltmeter mounted on the front of car generator and make sure that that voltmeter always stays above 13.3 volts. Above that, your alternator is providing all the power, everything is good, the battery is not being taxed. Below that, you are then borrowing from the battery and the alternator is not keeping up, which is an intentional design because in some cases, if someone had a smaller car and they wanted to run like a Vitamix blender or like a bigger, you know, something that, that the car could support for a couple of minutes, that's okay. You can do that. Or in some cases, mm -hmm. people can just step on the accelerator and bring the RPMs up of the car to a higher speed. But that's intentional. But in terms of ongoing use, if you think you're going to get a 84 Toyota Corolla <laughs> with an 85 amp alternator and hook up your <laughs> 1500 watt space heater to it and let it run for a couple hours, it's not going to work. And I'll actually provide a, a good tip that your listeners can use, a pro tip. So if you call your vehicle dealer and you select the parts department, give your VIN number, your vehicle ID number, the parts department will tell you what the rated amps of your alternator is. And then all you do is you divide that in half because it's idle speed and multiply it by 12 volts. As an example, if you had 160 amp alternator divided in half is 80 amps times 12 volts gives you whatever, 960 or something in that range. So that's an approximate way that you can get a rough idea of how much power your car can provide. If you want to do a more precise measurement, you'll see videos on our website. You can easily get a DC amp clamp meter and put it on your alternator wire and then switch on the car, let it settle down, and then switch on all the accessories and see 
how much power all of that is using. And then you know exactly what that manufacturer has engineered that can safely be pulled out. All vehicles are built from the beginning to support that if you started your minivan and you left it running for eight hours in a snowstorm, it'll run, right? Or in a super hot, if you're caught in a super hot day on the freeway and it's 104 degrees and you've got kids and dogs in the car, all the vehicles are designed to be able to run at idle and produce the power required to support all their accessories that are built in. Vehicle makers spend millions of dollars to engineer this to make sure that that, that all works. And so car generators are a really simple way. We just, instead of using all those accessories because you're not driving down the road using your wipers and headlights and cabin fan, we're just, instead, we're just simply pulling that power out and using it for a different purpose. And the alternator doesn't care. If you're running your interior fan to run air conditioning or heating in your car, or if you're pulling that power out and running your home oil furnace or a small window air conditioner, it it doesn't care. So Mm -hmm. it just provides power and that's about it. So my last question about the product is mm-hmm. the connectors. It makes sense a lot to me to have the clamp connectors, just like jumper cables, to be able to move it from car to car to car. As an mm-hmm. RVer towing a travel trailer, I've got one truck that I'm going to use until mm-hmm. I switch rigs or switch vehicles. Have you guys ever thought about having pigtail versions or different options, something that maybe I could disconnect the pigtail, have the clamps there if I need to move it to a different person's vehicle or a different emergency situation? but then also have like ring connectors that I could permanently install to my battery and then just quick connect off the front of the vehicle. And then when I'm boondocking, it'd be really easy <laughs> and a lot more secure to yeah. just put that into a pigtail. Yeah, you're, you're, you actually read our mind and this, this is exactly what one of our customers asked for years ago. And we developed a system. If you order on our website, you'll see it's called our quick connect system. And Quick Connect is exactly that. So it's a system, it's an upgrade. I think it's $139. And when you order your car generator, you just check to order that. And it's an upgrade that basically makes the cables, the booster clamps become detachable. And there's a high amperage DC Anderson connector that there's another pigtail lead that gets semi-permanently installed in your engine compartment. And then you simply just attach it using that. And that was developed for actually an Airstream owner that was pulling with, a, I think, a Porsche Cayenne and used it about every day or every second day. And, you know, he just said, like, I wish there was an easier way instead of these booster clamp things. And so it was developed and it's been a very popular option. People really, really like that. So it's a good way that you can do that. We've also just recently developed a way some people have actually asked for home use if there's a way that they could put their car generator in the garage, if they could have like an extension cable, a six or 12 foot extension cable that would let them just leave the car outside and, and then it just goes under the garage door and their car generator is inside the garage. And so that's available. There's many different ways you can do it. And that's one of our most popular options. Actually talking about that, I'll just mention one other, probably the most popular option for, for home backup use is our home integration kit. It's a really simple four circuit manual generator transfer switch that is perfectly matched for car generator. You can just order it on our website and an electrician installs it beside your electrical panel. And then when the power goes out, you just start your car, put your car generator on there and plug in one plug into an, a special power inlet the electrician will install in the outside of your house. And then you can flip over up to four circuits. So that could be your fridges, freezers, internet and TV, 
a furnace, those kinds of things. And it saves you having to run extension cords up and down the stairs, pull the fridge away from the wall, <laughs> all those kinds of things. So that I would say is a very, very popular accessory that people really like. That makes me think of something. We lived in Texas a few years ago and there was an ice storm that had people out of power for a couple of weeks. And Texans are not necessarily ready for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people were trying to power their furnace from an inverter off their car. Yep. However, that and also sometimes RVers trying to go off of small generators, the ground issue, and they needed to, to create a plug yep. to basically bond the ground to the neutral to make that work. Yes. Are there any issues with that with car generator and being able to plug into a home furnace or an RV that's got a surge protector built in. I love your questions. You've got so many great questions. Yeah, so a couple of things. When you use our home integration kit, you don't need a ground neutral bonding plug because it's already grounded inside the house at the panel. The ground and neutral is already bonded. You don't need to do that. Um, For RV use, you do not need to do a ground neutral bonding plug. You just simply plug it in. Another question that people sometimes ask is, do I need to use an EMS or a surge protector? And the answer is absolutely not. You don't need to use that because those devices are designed to protect you from your neighbors. They're designed to protect you from the grid, from power spikes, from other people or neighbors that something happens and the power spikes or sags or something. With car generator, it's just you and your car and your trailer all in one universe and that's it. So there's no spike protectors or things like that that are needed. In some very rare cases, if you are connecting directly to your furnace, some of the gas and oil furnaces will require the presence of a ground, but we have a ground neutral bonding plug or you can make one in that case, if only if you're connecting directly to your furnace. But other than that, that's the only case where you might need a ground neutral bonding. Gotcha. So moral of the story is test your services and your backups before you need them so that if you need to figure something out to make it work, that you have all those things in place. Yep. As with any kind of emergency backup thing, you always want to get it set up and test it ahead of time. When you're in the middle of a snowstorm and it's going to be coming down for another two days and the power has gone out, is not the time when you want to go and figure all this stuff out. All you want to do is put your boots and gloves on, go outside, attach car generator, start your engine, plug in the one plug and go inside and be warm and cozy. And that's it. We actually lived this. We lived this for three and a half days and it works great. And many of our customers have lived this where they've kept their furnaces running or in the summertime, people use it for cottages or for their homes, or especially now I'd say with the upcoming hurricane season, we've got a lot of calls from, you know, Louisiana, Florida, places like that, Texas as well, where they just want a simple way to be able to just run their fridge. And even if they have a deep freezer, maybe they'll cycle in the deep freezer for an hour or half an hour if they need it. It's just a really simple way. It's not a lot of power, but it's enough power to run the essentials of your house. And that's that's really the focus and why it's such a popular product. So when you started Car Generator, I assume it was you at the beginning, and now you've grown yep. this into a full-fledged business. Talk to me about that progression. Yeah, for sure. It's really interesting because we we started very slowly and carefully. And when we went on Dragon's Den, uh, we'd only sold a very small amount because really at that point, it, it was more important rather than just trying to sell hundreds of thousands of these right out of the gate. It was really important because it's a new concept. You want to very, very carefully test it, get feedback from customers, find out what works, find out what doesn't work. 
so we did that and we've really carefully done that and we went on dragon's den and that was our first really big splash of pr millions of viewers saw it tons of people bought it and then it was interesting because about a year later there was a lot of hurricanes and then we heard back from those people that had used it and they said i saw it on the show i bought it used it it's great so it's very gratifying seeing that and so we've just been growing steadily since then and you can buy it directly on our website we've thought about going into retail but quite honestly you can buy it on our website and amazon and lots of people buy it there we're also in some rv dealers and things like that but our customer service is very important if you have any issues with it or questions feel free to call in our our 800 number is 1-800-750-4660 if you have any questions or you're wondering how it would work for your situation, feel free to call anytime and we're happy to happy to answer and help. And it's really, again, it's used in both camping and also in home backup. I think that's where it shines is that it's so universal and being able to move from place to place, vehicle to vehicle, and just plug in and work. Yeah. So what's on the horizon for a car generator? What is the direction of the company look like in the future? What are some things you're excited about now? that are coming through to fruition and just looking forward, what does success look like for car generator? Success is a car generator in every driveway. That's really like, if you think about it, you know, we talk about, I'm in an organization for entrepreneurs and we talk about BHAG, which is a big, hairy, audacious Mm -hmm. goal. And the BHAG for car generator is really every person that has a car in their driveway should have a car generator. I mean, Unless you're the person, like I said, that needs to run laundry, bake a cake, sit in your hot tub and smoke a cigar from the humidor. When the power goes out, that's fine. You know, go ahead and have fun doing that. But everyone else, for most people, they use a generator so rarely. It's more important that it's reliable and that it works and that it's easy to use and it's simple. And the number of people you look in Google (laughs) searches for the number of people, generator problems. People are looking, I can't start my generator. I need it. We got a power outage. What do I do? How do I fix my carburetor? Like all this is a bunch of hassle. (laughs) It's a bunch of hassle that you don't really want. And quite honestly, now also I'd say with the advent of pure electric cars, it works great with pure electric cars as well. And it just makes a lot of sense. If you've got, you know, 50, 60, 70,000 watt hours of power sitting right there in an electric vehicle, why not use a small amount of that to power your fridge or to run your furnace or things like that? I would say every single person that owns a house that has either a gas or oil furnace, every single one of them needs to have a car generator. I would say doubly so if you, some parts of the country have hot water rad heating. Some of the older parts of the country with, that have even more delicate infrastructure, they have hot water rads. And if the power goes out in the winter and those rads freeze up and they start cracking, you're into a lot of dollars, a lot of damage, a lot of costs. And it's so simple to just start your car, plug in one plug and the whole house stays warm. So yeah, that's that's really the, the future for car generator. I would say for home backup and for camping. Summertime is more camping oriented and wintertime is definitely home backup. Yeah, definitely. Again, I'm super excited. This is a cool product and I'm terribly disappointed that I'm just now hearing about it, but I'm excited to be able to share it with our audience and get it out more into the, the RV sphere and get people knowledgeable about it because again, order it, clamp it on, plug it in and play. And I think that's a really cool solution, especially as more people are getting out, getting into camping, but also for this audience, entrepreneurs of being digital nomads, being able to take their home with them with an RV, and then also having this super easy, super 
simple solution to get some power back into run Starlink or get some fans going while we're out looking at the Badlands or out in Grand Canyon. And that's a very cool product. And I'm very glad that we got connected and we had this conversation. My pleasure. Assuming most people are going to be able to figure it out, but give us one more time where they can go to find out more information on Car Generator and how best to contact you guys. For sure. Go to cargenerator.com. And we've also got a really rich YouTube channel with lots of videos, lots of explainer videos to show how it works, all these kinds of things. And lastly, you can also call us. If you have any questions, feel free to call us anytime. It's 1-800-750-4660. And we've been in market for seven years, thousands of customers coast to coast in both Canada and the United States. And it's just a very simple product. So call us or email us or go to our website and order your car generator today. Awesome, Jonathan. Thank you for joining me today. My pleasure. Have a great day. Thanks again. I hope you guys found some value in that conversation with Jonathan. Car generator is a very cool product. I think it takes something that has already been around, but it packages it in such a way that anybody can literally open the box, hang it off the car, clamp it on, plug it in and use it. And it's that dead simple packaging and marketing and answering the questions and customer service that really makes Car Generator something that I think is going to last for for quite a long time. If you're interested in checking out Car Generator yourself, I'll make sure to have all of Jonathan and Car Generator's links in the show notes. Again, don't forget to sign up for the RV Entrepreneur Roundtable. The RVEntrepreneur.com slash summit is where you can find all those details. If you're interested in connecting with more folks from the RV Entrepreneur community, head over to our Facebook group. The RVEntrepreneur.com slash Facebook group will take you right there. And with that, I'm going to sign off. I'll see you on the next episode.